welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about dehumanizing women in Africa. Um, first of all, let me just say I'm back. <laughs> it's been a while, but thank you guys for your patience and all of that. I'm back to Excuse My African and I'm very excited to be back. I'm starting off with this topic, dehumanizing women in Africa, because of a series of things that have been happening, especially in my country, Nigeria. So recently I received a video from a friend of mine who who knows how you know passionate I am about women and young girls in Africa, because I refer to myself as a stewardess. Some of you don't know what that means, but I think you should look it up, okay? So this was a video of a young woman who was being flogged by different men. When I say flogged, I mean really badly flogged. She was flogged on her butt and on her back. It was really bad. Like her skin had changed. Her, her skin changed color in, in, in a couple of places. Like it was so brutal. I couldn't finish the video. She was yelling. She was begging. And she obviously knew the men that were doing this to her because she kept referring to them as brother. She knew who they were. It was so bad. Now, it kills me to think that men would do this to a woman. Jungle justice. They did that to her. But to make matters worse, she was stark naked. Stark naked. To make matters worse, somebody was recording it and the person released it. So not only were they inflicting so much pain and doing so much damage this, to this woman, they wanted to humiliate her by releasing the video of her naked body being flogged. That to me spells dehumanization. Now, my friend who sent the video to me said to me, Stella, I'm sending this to you because I know that you're an advocate and I want you to talk about it. And I said, I, I'm not going to talk about it. And she said, that's not nice. That's unlike you. I said, I'm not going to talk about it because people are raising up their heads and their voices now because it seems like advocacy has become an in thing. You know, it's in vogue. Everybody has become an advocate all of a sudden because I remember a decade plus ago when we started to talk about the way women were being treated in Nigeria, we would go on protests, we would create campaigns, we would be under the sun, we would be talking, walking, doing interviews, visiting villages, talking to village chiefs, asking them to change their traditional laws and see women and young girls as human. When we were doing it, a lot of people I remember at that time kept telling me, that I was chasing clout, that I was talking too much, that I was doing too much, that I was trying to be, you know, recognized. I was trying to make people know me. You know, I was forcing myself to do things like this. That there, And the thing that killed me the most was at that time, they kept saying there are more important things for the government to deal with. There's inflation, there's poverty, there's, there's salaries that are not being paid. There's a healthcare system. They were going on and on and they, they refused people themselves, both men and women, themselves refused to understand and accept what we were saying and work with us because we saw this coming and we said this has been happening for decades. 
And it's time for those of us who feel that we're more exposed or more educated, it's time for us to do something about it. I kept going on and on, but I kept receiving the backlash of my life. I remember years ago, I think it was 2013 or 2014, I went on Al Jazeera in New York. And on Al Jazeera English, I was going head to head with a senator who married a 13-year-old. And he had married other younger girls too. And we were going back and forth and I refused to back down. Then it was a taboo for someone like me to talk about it and go against the senator. But now it's in vogue and everybody's shouting and yelling. But the thing is, there's already a rot in the society. There's a rot in the society that ordinary Instagram videos here and there will not make any difference. I'm sorry to say this. I'm sorry if this sounds like a rant, but I'm going to be honest with you. Me creating a video, recording a video in my house and posting it out there and ranting will just make people know, oh, she cares. Oh, she's talking about it. Oh, she's raising awareness. But the people that need to hear it, what's going on with them? The law enforcement agents who are supposed to arrest these perpetrators, do you think these videos matter to them really? That's the problem. So my thing is, apart from trying to create, and I'm not saying that advocacy is bad or trying to create awareness via Instagram or Facebook is bad. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying sometimes when you've done something a certain way, you have to look for other ways to do it that will be more effective. So now... A lot of us are trying to do behind the scene work where we're not shouting in public, but we are trying to talk to the necessary people, the people who we need to talk to, to spread the awareness in the right places and the right quarters. What happens to these men who have done this? Who will investigate and find out who they are? Who can find the lady and speak on it and talk to her and find out what went on? Because I heard, I don't know how true it is, but I heard that she was being flogged because she slept with someone. What happened to the man? Who flogged him? Who brought him out? Who recorded him naked? I didn't see that video. I was only sent the video of the woman. I didn't see the video of the man. What does that tell you? What does that say? Women will continually be dehumanized in Africa. If we don't do something about it as a society, we cannot continue to wait for the government or the law enforcement agents to step in all the time. If we do not show the outrage, if we do not gather together as a community and call out those people that have been doing this in our neighborhoods, drag those men, drag them, anyone you know, drag them on social media, put their faces out there, drag them. When you see them on the streets, disgrace them, gather around them and disgrace the hell out of them until a police officer shows up and asks what's going on. Disgrace them, yell at them, let them know that what they're doing is wrong. Call the police and let the police know what they have done to another person. Yell and drag their lives out. Let people know. People they work with, let them know what these people are doing. Let them know the kind of inhuman people that they are. Let them know the kind of hearts they have. Wherever you see them, drag them. When I say drag them, I'm not talking physically. Use your mouth. Use your social media platforms. Go to places that you know they visit. They go to the market. Wherever they shop, wherever they work, go there and tell them, this is what this person has done. This is a video to prove it. This person was one of them. This person is bad. Do not entertain or work with this person. Do not sell stuff to this person. Do not communicate with this person. If they come near you, tell them, you are a bad person. You've done this. I don't want you near me. Drag them. If, if a society turns on you if your neighbors in your neighborhood neighborhood turn on you when they turn on you day in day out 
Trust me, you will be very uncomfortable. The more we do this, the more people will know that it is not right. It is not cool to do it and remain in our neighborhood. Landlords should be alerted that if a tenant is a part of barbaric acts like this, they should be kicked out. It has to get to the point where we start to be we start to look into these things and sort them out. Then the law enforcement can take over. We don't have to touch them. We don't have to be as barbaric as they are. But we talk to the homeowners. If your tenant, if someone who lives in your house does this, kick him out. If he doesn't, then you are condoning it. You are a part of the problem. You are harboring a criminal because that is illegal. That is illegal. If you were in another country, you would be seriously sent to prison. You would be jailed. And it is crazy to think that these videos will go viral. We will talk about it for a bit and that's it. It's done. So I said, no, no more. I can't keep doing crazy videos like this that don't make any impact or are, not, or are not effective until the society themselves, until we as a people start to come together to fix this, to call them out, to, to cast them out of our societies and our neighborhoods. If we're not ready to do that, then we're not ready for this to stop. This is why I am not and have not been participating in a lot of advocacy that people have been doing. I haven't. Not because I don't really want to, but because it's time for a change. It's time to look at the mirror. Because if we cannot deal with this from the grassroots, there's nothing that will happen. There's nothing that any video coming from Instagram is going to do. Nothing. Too many of them have happened. Too many girls have been kidnapped, raped, killed for no just cause. And we keep ranting on social media. And that's it. We create hashtags. And that's it. They become a statistic. What are we doing to those people that did this? If it didn't happen close to a celebrity, we never get to hear it. We never get to see justice. What happens to the average girl that comes from a very poor home that the parents are not known? They don't have any connections. They don't have any popular person. What happens to them? What has happened to all the people who've done this to them? Nothing. And if as a society we can't stand for these people and do the need for then I'm sorry, there is nothing that my videos can do. But we have to look into it. So this is time to start thinking about how women are dehumanized and how we, we must put a stop to it so it doesn't infiltrate the next generation. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com, for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love. <music>